0: I said welcome to, welcome to the
1: Dirty Sports Podcast With Andy Ruther,
0: Prano. Welcome, to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live on this beautiful Thursday morning from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey Prano.
1: Hola, Andrew. Andres. Andres?
0: Si. Como estas?
1: Hola, Andy. Um... Como estás? That means how's the weather? How are you? How are you? I'm I'm okay. You said uh this beautiful Thursday, and I was like, Is it Thursday? I'm I feel so out of whack. Uh we went to the Mets game last night and then uh in the ninth inning I turned into the spinning lobster meme from uh <laughs> from SpongeBob. I don't even know that, but I literally woke up this morning, I'm like, what year is it?
0: Joe Prano's life in memes and gifts. Yeah. How are you dealing with that epic Mets failure last night?
1: Basically, I am dealing with it as if I was the Tracy Morgan in the other guys or whatever the fuck movie he was in with Bruce Willis, where he's like, nope, no, 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 no. No. It was ridiculous. I mean so much so much anger, so much confusion, so much uh hate. For the Dodgers and Dodgers fans.
0: Well, let's for people who don't know about the game, the Mets were up (laughs) the Mets were up eight to three. Were they up eight to three heading into the seventh?
1: They were up eight to three heading into the seventh.
0: And then heading into the bottom of the ninth, the Mets had an eight to five lead. They give up Diaz comes in. He gives up back to back solo home runs. Then a double. I believe then another double. Yeah. Basically, they got one out. The Dodgers just went off in the ninth. And, and what I have deemed one of the wildest endings that I've seen, I mean, I asked you walking out of the park how many Mets games you had been to. You said probably 200. So I was thinking, I've easily been to 100 baseball games in my life. That's like top five wildest endings I've seen.
1: Was not. It was not good. It's up there. Um, I said, you know. The Mets had Armando Benitez for a while. So I've experienced a couple of gross, blown leads. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm obviously familiar the last couple of years has not been great either, which is why. And I don't know if you saw it. I posted it on my Instagram, him walking in from the bullpen in the eighth. I was like, God help us all. Like, I, right in that moment, I'm like, ooh, four run game. Like, what, what? Because the Mets were up eight. 3 and they brought in Geselman to pitch the 7. Now he gave up a, a run. I believe he gave up a homer um or maybe just like uh you know a double and a base hit. But you're still up four runs. You've used your closer four of the last five days. Familia fucking sucks. Uh why don't you let Geselman go back out like if basically, if you let him go out there in the seventh and he gives up a run, and you let him go out there in the eighth and he gives up a run, and you let him go out there in ninth and he gives up a run, you still win a fucking, you know, a game by two runs. Like you don't have to take him out of the game. And I just don't know why they did it. I I know he they did a double switch situation where he was due to come up in the. Uh, in the eighth, but okay. that's that's also on fucking Mickey Calloway. Why are you double why are you taking Pete Alonso out of the game in the game against the Dodgers, which uh, you know, even in the ninth when they blew that lead, I was like, Oh, worst case scenario, they go to extra innings and we've taken a bunch of dudes out of the game.
0: Well, but Diaz had not blown a save in a minute.
1: Yeah, but he's also pitched every fucking night. And he pitched last night in a non save situation. Mickey Calloway is the spinning fucking lobster meme at this point.
0: Now, I had gone with another... It it was kind of crazy. We were going to go together, and my friend, she last minute had a friend drop out. So she basically was going to go by herself, and I said, no, I'm going to go to the game. So I sat with her, great seats behind home plate, and then you went with your manager. So I didn't get to witness firsthand. You were a few sections away. Like, were you just melting down? What's going on in your head when you're watching this ninth inning just implosion? Well, you
1: know, it's funny because the the Mets being the Mets and the Dodgers offense being the Dodgers offense, I never felt comfortable. Yeah. But meanwhile, Randy and I are sitting, you know, down the first baseline in the field level, and you would think that we snuck into a ballpark. Yeah. Dodgers fans – Left.
0: We got to talk about this. And we always do. Just and I- fuck you,
1: Dodgers fans. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'm going to say this. Seriously. Because here's here's the thing. Uh, uh, Cody, who, works on, who worked on Eddie If's show for a while, he replied to a tweet I wrote about Dodgers fans being late. He's like, oh, Mets fans don't work. We left here at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Nine, if you work at 9 to 5 in L.A., yeah. you can't be further away from the ballpark than we were. If you live in East LA, you're closer than us. If you live in the Valley, you're closer than us. If you live anywhere in the fucking middle of Los Angeles, you're closer than us. Basically, unless you live in fucking Long Beach or Orange County, like even freeway access wise, if you live in the South Bay of Los Angeles, you're technically further distance wise, but traffic wise, you're closer to the ballpark than we are. You can't be further in the city of Los Angeles than being entirely on the west side at the ocean, to Dodger Stadium. We made it there, 20 minutes to spare before yeah. first pitch. Dodgers fans show up in the third, they leave in the seventh, you're whack-ass fans, you guys suck, you're fucking, it. like I said, you know, Randy was complaining, she's like, oh, why do Dodgers fans do this? And I said, you know, the number one moment, the, the greatest moment in the history of the Los Angeles Dodgers starts with Dodgers fans leaving. If you watch a replay of the greatest moment in the history of the Los Angeles Dodgers and look at all the red brake lights leaving Chavez Ravine, a lot of these fans giving up on the moment, but here comes MVP Kirk Gibson walking to the plate, stumbling on two broken knees and a broken back with a broken FEMA. Like the whole the history of Los Angeles Dodgers baseball. The key moment leads with Fake-ass, whack-ass, loser-ass Dodgers fans leaving. And that's what infuriated me that I had to sit there with a bunch of Mets fans at Dodger Stadium and watch our team fucking implode while 10 Dodgers fans fucking go like, Corey Bellinger's MVP. It's Cody, guys. Uh,
0: Whatever. Yeah. I was thinking about it a lot.
1: I was furious. I was like, I, I'd rather watch my team implode than go home and pretend I was here for this comeback. And
0: for anyone defending, th- there's no way to defend this. Look, I've been out here 12 years. I've probably been to minimum 30 Dodgers games in 12 years. I've seen my fair share. Guys, your fans fucking suck. Prano is 100% right. They were only down 8-5 to with their amazingly potent offense. The stadium just empties out, and, and, and what I'm trying to understand is what's the rationale as a Dodgers fan? At that point, it's ten ten thirty. There's not. It's not like you're beating traffic on the freeway at ten thirty. What, like what is this, this, this reason? This traffic
1: of getting out of the ball. Like Dodger Stadium can be bad to get out of, but it's like it's not like the game was sold out. It's not yeah. like it's a weekend. It's not like you're pouring out. You know, into like you said, rush hour traffic. Look, one of the worst. Professional sports decisions I've ever made in my life was being a child in New York in the 80s and deciding to go with the Mets over the Yankees. Now, if I had to do it all over again, I would do it the same because fuck the Yankees. But like to have signed up for that as a child, uh, to put myself through this, like I could have just been like, oh, I love Ricky Henderson, be an A's fan, you know, whatever. Uh, It was a terrible decision. But I got to say, I would, I would never, ever, ever, ever want to be a Dodgers fan. Like, to, to, to be there and watch that game, I was, I was mad at Dodgers I was more mad at Dodgers fans than I was at, at being a Mets fan and watching my team implode. I was like, this is so annoying. Like, I wanted people there yelling at me and pointing at me and telling me I sucked and telling me the Mets suck and telling me we're a bunch of chokers and losers. But instead, I'm sitting there in an empty row. An empty row. Yeah. entire Of the field level.
0: Well, that's how our section was. Yeah. We were, you know, I don't know, 20, 25 rows up from home plate. The entire section was empty. And, and it wasn't just then. Our row, which was full, our row started to clear out. In seventh. The sixth. Seventh yeah. inning.
1: Yeah. And they get there in the third. Yeah. So it's embarrassing. It is. It, like, it, it make, it, like, I'm more angry about... I'm more angry of the whole situation than I am just like about, about well, the loss. Like, I, I, I wish the stadium had been full and Mexicans with neck tattoos were threatening to stab me because I was like talking shit when we were up 8 3. You know, like I want that.
0: Sure. And not just Dodgers fans, any sports fans don't leave or I don't understand why you leave an event early. Again, this whole notion of so you get home 20, 30 minutes earlier, who cares? I have school in the morning, the kids have school. Just stay for the goddamn game. Yeah, I don't get this. I, I've never understood this. I, I can't think of a time ever growing up, even as a little kid. I'm talking like kindergarten, first, second grade, where my dad took us home early. I just I just can't remember Dude, it.
1: I mean, l- let's let's just separate the. This let's just separate this conversation into two things. Whatever you got a five year old, your kid's melting down, but that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, we're talking about every adult Dodgers fan leaves in the seventh inning. Down three runs. Yeah. Down four runs.
0: When they again, when they have whatever. Okay, your an kid, amazing off
1: Shit in his pants. Sure. Your kid fucking had a funnel cake when he got there, and now it's melting down. Now, now your decision is either I'm walking a car, or I'm doing like two sixty pound body weights uh, around my shoulders that I got. Like uh, I, I'm not saying you got to keep your five year old at the ballpark till midnight in a game that might go extra innings. We're talking about every Dodgers fan leaving. It infuriated me. It infuriated me. And I was like, I I felt like we're going to lose this game. We're going to blow this lead. And I'm going to be watching it with a bunch of other fucking sad-ass Mets fans. And that's what I did uh, around my whole section. And there was guys chanting. There was like 12 Dodgers fans at the back chanting like, New York sucks. Mets suck. Third place. Whatever. I snapped at one point. And I was like, I, go, I stood up. I go, who are you chanting for? I was like, your fans left. Your fans left. It was like fuck you. Yeah. Like it you're you know what? The Dodgers deserve to lose every fucking World Series. I hope they continue to lose World Series. They don't deserve to win. Their fan base is gross. A beautiful stadium, the highest payroll in baseball, fucking great team, shit fans. Beautiful kill, ballpark. Kill yourselves. Yeah. But also, kill yourself right now because you don't want to kill yourself later. Then there's going to be traffic on the way to the funeral home. Don't wait 20 minutes. Kill yourself immediately.
0: But again, the rationale, like take us. Show
1: it, up early to your funeral.
0: It took us about an hour and 40 minutes to go a measly 13 miles. But once you're there, I'm trying to understand the, the, just the psychological there side. Is
1: not. They're pussies.
0: Because once you're there... Take anything. I don't care where you go. If I've been sitting in traffic all day, all day, once I get to an event, I'm not in a hurry then to leave that event.
1: I mean, imagine getting someplace in the third and leaving in the sixth. Who spends money on that? Ugh, I'm disgusted.
0: Well, there is some silver lining from last night's game. Your boy, Pete Alonzo jacked two bombs yeah. and now has tied Mark McGuire with the most home runs before June 1st as a rookie. He's at 19 with two days left in the month. Dude is on fire. Yeah, and and honestly,
1: the thing about Pete Alonso is I don't know that he's on fire. Like, I just think he is a beast. Yeah. Like, I think this is – the one thing that you can – Say and see about Pete Alonso. If you watch him every day Is the dude fucking crushes baseballs Sure He hit a home run earlier in the year That uh, I am i don't know if it's changed since then I know balls are rocking out of ballparks these days And there's fucking talk of juiced balls And all that But uh, He had the third hardest hit ball In the stat cast era Earlier in the year That's uh, That's pretty impressive for a, a rookie um, but like, he's not like, I think he's hitting 260 or something like that. Like he's not killing the ball regularly, but like when he hits it, he fucking crushes it. And that's the disappointing thing as a Mets fan is if you were just going to say, Hey, starting next year, we're going to plug in a guy who's going to hit 40 bombs at first base and have, you know, a hundred RBI. You'd be like, wow, that's. Uh, one of the major holes in our lineup is like the production we've been getting from first base the last couple of years. Trying to do Adrian Gonzalez and Lucas Duda and you know Dom Smith and whatever the rotating cast is. Plug him in. Oh, we're going to be good. But of course, it's just fucking Meltdown City. It's my whole goddamn life.
0: Ugh. We talked about the juice balls. I saw something the other day, which is a wild stat. We're third way through the baseball season. Seven players. And I know this won't hold up, but still. Seven current Major League Baseball players are on pace to hit 50 home runs. We'll probably get four or five, though. I mean, look at this list. The list is pretty ridiculous because there's guys on it who definitely aren't going to hit 50 like the Reds' Derek Dietrich. But listen to this list. You have, uh, of course, that we just talked about, Alonzo. Probably won't hit 50. but might Twins, hit 40s. Eddie Rosario. Probably won't hit 50. Pirates, Josh Bell. Probably won't hit 50. Yankees, Gary Sanchez. Could at Yankee Stadium. Cody Bellinger.
1: Probably will hit 50. Yelich for the Brewers. If he stays healthy, probably will hit 50.
0: And then, like I said, uh, Dietrich for the Reds. Yeah.
1: I mean, Dietrich, they're not even playing him every day.
0: That's what's so wild.
1: Yeah. By the way, Derek Dietrich has, he does have old school Chase Utley slicked back hair that I always said, I think, Chase Utley is slicking that back with the clear. I think that was HGH hair gel. Pretty sure Derek Dietrich's got the got the old HGH hair gel going on.
0: Well, Dietrich, last year, this is what's wild. Last year, he had 16 home runs and 551 plate appearances. Yeah. This year, he has 17 home runs through 52 games.
1: Question emoji?
0: I mean... Well, it, it's like the it's like the Brady uh, was Brady Anderson from the Orioles. Yeah, remember when he went off? and I just, mean,
1: the ball your ballpark is a fucking bam box. They but call still. it Great
0: American Small Park.
1: Yeah, and he's a lefty, but still. And, and right
0: field line is very shallow. Yeah, to drop bombs, but still, yeah. <laughs> is your life now just emojis? Yeah,
1: emojis, gifs, and memes. And memes. Just the the monocle <laughs> emoji
0: <laughs> when you text message somebody, what percentage because I've noticed a huge increase in myself, what percentage of your responses are in emojis
1: um oh i'm a, I'm more gifts than emojis you more I, I will gift the shit out of you, yeah. People like write me a, a text. I hit them with a gif. They reply. I hit them back with a gif. Like, you, I can communicate mostly in gifs. Yeah, you're a GIF what, guy. What's your most What's your most used gif? Because I looked at this the other day, you know. Because it'll go to your like. You can look at yours. I use oh that Bart Scott. I use a lot. I use a lot of uh, I use a lot of um, Michelle from Full House.
0: <laughs> a lot of you got it, dudes. Oh, oh, Prano, I got to hop in the YouTube comment section. A uh, uh, Dodgers fan defender. I love this. I, Guys, I work. We're going to annihilate you, Miles. The Dodgers have the highest attendance in baseball. Okay, well let's address that. One, they have the largest stadium in baseball. So, that also helps. Also, when you
1: go through the when you go through the turnstiles, Uh, Grandpa Simpson style, it counts as attendance. Yeah. Hello, third inning. Goodbye, fourth inning.
0: You were there. Then he follows it up with, sorry if half the people leave in what seemed like a blowout in the seventh. Dude. It was a three-run game. Well, it was a five-run game heading into the seventh, but you're missing the point. It ain't over till it's over. It ain't over till it's over. And you have... The best lineup, arguably, in baseball. This is the point. Your fans fucking suck. There's no justifying it. Sorry if people left the
1: 88 World Series. I mean, October. Traffic in October is pretty crazy.
0: There, there's no justifying it, Dodgers fans. There's no justifying you. You show up to a game.
1: Got, by the way. I wish, like, we should do this video where we subtitle Vin Scully with what he's actually thinking before the Kirk Gibson home run. Here we are in the ninth We're faggot Dodgers fans leaving the ballpark. Look at them all have to get home to their homosexual partners and lesbian wives. Can't believe they're all leaving the ballpark early, needing to go home to work their office job in the morning. Like... And by the way, that's Vince, Vince Scully, known uh, homophobe. That's oh, he was? I, that's, oh, oh, yeah, was? That's, that's why I did that. That was not a Joe Prano. I didn't know uh, that. Uh, as, as our fans know, I love gay people. Um, so he was not, he's not a fan of LGBT? No, d- no. You don't, you don't even know that about Scully? I didn't know that. Listen Listen to the subtle references in his, bo- in his broadcast sometimes. A lot of shade thrown at the gay community. Really? Yeah.
0: That's why him and Lasorda got... Yeah, got along because yeah. you know because you know the whole sort sort right?
1: hated his gay son.
0: Yeah, yeah, like he disowned his gay son. I mean,
1: great, greatest baseball announcer ever. Also, known homophobe. I just I love somebody trying to justify this. A blow- By the way, there's no such thing as a blowout in baseball. It wasn't an 11 run game. Yeah, even then. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't. There wasn't. There wasn't. Position players pitching.
0: I remember as a kid. We were in Chicago and it was my first time at Wrigley which was an amazing experience. We go see Cubs Expos. I mean they talk about dating myself back when the Expos existed. We had my dad got us good seats. It's me, my dad, my mom, my brother Greg and my little brother Mark and it was an 11 to 1 game. And my mom wanted to leave and she left with my little brother and my brother Greg and my dad's like no, we're staying. And he's like, Andy, I was like, Yeah. I was like, I'm at Wrigley. It's an eleven to one game. It's a blowout. Who, who cares? cares? I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. And and these people, again, who leave sports events, I don't understand the rationale.
1: Who wants to but like even in a blowout, don't you wanna like see the win? Don't you wanna see the lot like don't you wanna just see the whole thing out? Yeah. Like, like I don't leave I don't leave blowout victories because I want to be there when my team Wins. Shuts it down. I want to hear, you know, back in the New York groove, or if you're a Dodgers fan, I want to hear, I love L.A. And in a loss, I don't want to be the guy who misses the great comeback. Sure. We see this. But this isn't, like, this isn't a conspiracy theory against Dodgers fans. we seen, first of all, again, the greatest moment in Los Angeles Dodgers history starts with them leaving the ballpark. They show up late. They leave early. But like, remember when they did this in the NBA finals? Uh and the Miami Heat fans left? Yeah, exactly. And they caught them on game. Like, this happens to terrible fan bases. Fan bases. Yeah. You guys get caught leaving games and people go like, uh, these fans are gonna hit it. And then there's like the guys trying to get back in because like I loved when they did that with the Heat. Yeah. And
0: they weren't allowed back in. Yeah. Yeah. This only happens to shitty fan bases and shitty Markets that fans are fair weather. I mean, everybody. It's it's
1: the same thing. It's like Dodgers fans are doing what Boston fans do about like yelling the N word to people. It's like, well, every team's got fa-. yes, every team's got fans that leave early. Every team's sure. got fans with kids. Every team's got you know somebody who's got to work at four a.m. It's a dock worker or something like that. We're not talking about specific things. We're talking about the fact that you are literally. Most known for being terrible fans who show up late and leave early. Your greatest moment as a California franchise. Look up the highlight reel right now. Look up Kirk Gibson's home run. It starts with you leaving early. And not this to, is the this is the, this is what your franchise
0: stands for. And not to you mention, are,
1: leaving early is Los Angeles equivalent of Boston fans yelling racist shit.
0: And not to mention, it happened just last year during the epic 18-inning World Series game against the Red Sox. Now, I get it. You played two games. Uh, uh, But imagine that. Like, imagine leaving a historical event.
1: But you know why it happens? Because L.A. fans are just – the the Dodgers fans are made up of L.A. people. The guy you meet at the coffee shop isn't a producer. What has he produced? He's not a fucking director. What you sh- did you did you shoot the new Avengers? Well, no, but I got you know I went to film school and it's like Dodgers fans will lie that they were there. They'll just lie. Oh yeah, man. Check out my ticket stubs. Totally there for the Kirk Gibson home run. I saw your license plate. You were leaving. You're a liar. You're not a producer. You're not a director. You weren't at the game last night. I just hope one thing because we hello Dodgers fans and goodbye (laughs) (laughs) fucking Grandpa Simpson Dodgers fans are Grandpa Simpson
0: I hope one thing I just hope because we both talked to him he was at the game last night shout out to Shabelli shout out to his buddy Dan as well he was
1: there until the end okay I I saw him I I I, was going to say
0: I just hope Shabelli did not leave early
1: I think Shabelli at this point is just Shabelli is doing everything he can not to be What we criticize every Los Angeles fan for
0: being. I think he's going to have a hard time listening to today's episode.
1: Uh, Because I I texted him last night because I didn't meet up with him until, what, the 7th? And I texted him. I go, did you leave
0: already? (laughs) Or He's like, no, come by. Well, we need to discuss this whole... Balls hitting fans as well. Now we're yeah. talking baseball. So a fan got hit last night with the ball at Dodger Stadium. It
1: happened right in front of us.
0: Okay, really? That
1: guy took it on his head. Bald guy. Yeah. Bald
0: guy got one on the head. And then in Houston, during the Cubs Astros game, yep, a child took a just
1: line drive. Yeah, I mean we haven't seen the we didn't you didn't
0: see like the hit right? They don't, I haven't yeah. seen it anywhere. Yeah, but I saw the child. Did you see the child? No. I, I watched. I was trying to look for it. I saw a clip on ABC News. I mean, it's a little child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a two or three year old child. Uh, yeah, I think the reports are four. Okay, four. Gotcha. So here we are again. The discussion about nets in baseball. They've already expanded the nets in
1: recent years. So I don't know what the rule is, as far as like where they have to be. But I was surprised. So this is my first Dodger game of the season, I believe. I think it is. I think it's my first trip to Dodger Stadium this season. I've gone to Petco twice. We went for the Reds. I went for the Mets game. Mets now fucking 0-2 in games I attend. Your stink is all over me. Um, (laughs) When I went in Petco, I bought tickets for the second game based solely on the fact that when you and I went we were sitting behind the net still and I was like what the fuck is with this yeah net it it went to the edge of the dugout as like a full net and then from the top corner of that net where the dugout ends it tapered down but it went I mean it probably extended what 200 more feet down the left field line and the right field line's like it went far down at petco i mean into into mid left field, not yeah. short left. Like it went. So when I actually bought my tickets to the Mets game, I looked on SeatGeek to see if the net was in the way, and it was not. And I was sitting in, you know, again mid left field, and I was literally one seat past where the net was. And I was like, "This is egregious. Yeah, like this is this is too much." Dodgers Stadium last night, just to the ends of the dugout. Dodgers isn't as bad. Full, full. Up and down, yeah, just till the ed- to the edge of the and then that's it.
0: Well, in Houston, I don't know if you you saw the child was hit probably about ten rows up, third base side. It was pretty far down, but see, this is this is what bothers me. Anyone calling for more nets? Look, what happened last night sucks. It's awful. Uh, you you saw how much it affected the team at Almora. It was Almora, right? Yep. And he was he was crying, he was really shaken up. I get it. Like nobody wants to see a child get hit with a baseball. Nobody wants to see anybody get hit by a baseball. Okay, it depends on the person. Yeah. Cheddar Dick, grown I mean, adult.
1: I mean this this always it always goes back to uh if you take a time machine, would you hit baby Hitler with a foul ball? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you're a grown ass man with a baseball glove and you get hit with baseball yeah. You deserve it for being a cheddar dick. Or if you're the guy in our section last night who was sitting a few rows in front of me wearing a Derek Jeter team USA jersey. Yeah.
1: I'm not I'm not gonna say if like they cut to an interview at, you know, uh Citizens Bank ballpark and Chase Utley's doing a, you know, side first you know, first row next to the Phillies dugout interview yeah. that I wouldn't like like to see his face exploded during that interview. Well but for for the most part, yeah, no for, one wants to see anybody get hit by the foul ball.
0: Especially a child. But You also know the risk you're taking. This is true, guys, when you're going to a ball game, right? Like, you are taking a risk. I got to say, I I do not want the Nets expanded. I don't like the Nets as it is. Look, it's a baseball game. There's going to be foul balls. Pay attention. Now, I know it's different when it's just a line shot like this was to a child. You know, I don't know how you prevent that because it's instant reaction. Yeah. But I do not want the Nets expanded. Uh,
1: yeah, n- neither do I for a number of reasons. First of all, looking through a net is is awful. Um I don't know if the answer is going hockey style glass like a, 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 a thing, I don't know. But I'll say this, if if we if they're going to institute policies, how about instituting a policy where you're not allowed to buy tickets in these sections if you're with a small child under 10, if you're with Ooh. an elderly person over this age. Good idea. There's sections of the ballpark that I can't buy a ticket to because I'm not handicapped. You know, there's a section, there's two seats, and then there's a break. And then there's two more seats, and there's a break, and this is the handicap area. So two people can come with their friend who's in a wheelchair, and that's their section. I can't just buy that whether I want to or not. It's reserved for them. There should be a competent adult area of the ballpark where you're not allowed to be under 10 and sit here. You're not allowed to bring a kid. You're not yeah. allowed to be an elderly person, like the guy who got hit at Dodger Stadium, like the woman who died in wherever the fuck that was. It was, it was a, Dodger, the, stadium. Dodger Stadium as well. You're, I, now I know she was in the loge or whatever, but like freak accidents are gonna happen. You can't like sure. Oh, the, let's cover the entire let's cover the entire stadium in a net because God forbid some guy's looking down at his Snapchat and a ball falls out of the sky on him. It's like, hey, here's a tip. This is happening at Dodger Stadium. Maybe. Just maybe, put the fucking beach ball away.
0: Put the fucking phone away. Put, put your fucking kid away. Well, that's the thing. As a parent, your number one job as a parent, or at least it should be, is to protect your child, right? When you're a parent, everything change. When you become a parent, I should say, everything changes. Yeah. You, you have to value your child's life more than yours, If you're a good parent, you really should. So if I'm a parent attending a baseball game, you have to just constantly be aware of what's happening. It's no different than with your child around the street, right? You're going to be holding your child's hand. You're going to be very cautious, making sure your child doesn't run in front of traffic. It's the same thing. So you really do have to put some –
1: But no, but you know what the thing is, though, these days? People, it's it's – it's 2019, it's millennial culture, it's the whole thing. People want to take the responsibility away from themselves and put it on somebody else. Sure. There should be a net. Drive like your kids live here. That's the sign I see all the time. Yeah. Drive like your kids live here. No, fuck you. I don't have kids. Parent, like your kids live here. Have a fucking fence. Have a have your tie your kid to the tree. Tell your kid he can only play in the backyard. Why am I driving? Like, my kids... Li- I don't have kids. Yeah. And and by the way, if you want me to pay attention, stop making me imagine my child that lives in this neighborhood. Like, I've worked yeah. hard not to have a child. Now I got to worry about my bastard son that lives here well, that I don't know about.
0: Well, it's like... I, did I say this on our podcast? or I don't know if it was this or Dent Report. When I was playing on my phone walking out of Trader Joe's, did I say this on, no. on our show? I was being an idiot and reckless... Last week, I had, my phone bar- I had my my head buried in my goddamn phone as I'm walking out of the parking lot and someone's backing up. Now, they're also an idiot for not looking. And they almost backed right into me. But it was my fault. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone and I literally walked up to her and I said, I think she was all scared that I was mad. I, I go like this and I go, I'm a fucking idiot. She rolled down her window. I go, that's my fault. She, and she was apologizing. I go, no, that's my fault because I'm an idiot. I shouldn't be on my phone Walking across the parking lot. Just like you shouldn't be on your phone, right, Joe, at the ball game. Just like you shouldn't be ignoring your child. I talked
1: about this uh, a couple years ago when I went down to Petco. I think it was my first ever trip to Petco. I went alone to see... Mets Padres? Mets Padres. And I got great seats, and I was in the second row of a section. And in the first row of a section was a couple with their young child... And they were, ta- they were turning their back to the field, holding their child, taking pictures, dur- like, during gameplay. Not between the innings, not before the game, not after the game. And I was like, guys, I was like, I hate to be an asshole, but, like, do you guys want the second row? And I'll take the first row, and I'll, like, be in charge of protecting your child? Because you're hoisting the fucking infant up like it's the Lion King, ready to, like, <laughs> like, like you're trying to catch foul balls with its head. Like... Like, put Simba down (laughs) and hold him up between innings. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, And now I know, first of all, there's this stupid YouTube video going around where they show, like, people, like, they, they put people behind plexiglass and, like, fireballs at them. You know what I mean? And see how fast they can react. It's stupid. They put people 75 feet away. You're never 75 feet from the fucking whatever. I understand that pitchers are throwing harder than ever. Launch angle and all this shit—it's a lot of swing and miss baseball. So when you do connect, you know the 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 uh, you know velocity of the ball coming off the bat is higher than it's ever been. But here's my suggestion: the the way the Dodgers go to the end of the dugouts, just have everybody go to the end of the dugouts, and then that section that the Padres want to use with a tapering down net. Lose that taper down net, but that area that you've determined is down the line and dangerous, you're not allowed to sit with a kid or an, el- or an elderly person. Yeah. Or a fucking influencer. You're not allowed to be an influencer. You're not allowed to be on your cell phone. If you have over 400,000 Instagram followers, you're not allowed to sit there. And you're not allowed to sit there if you're a baby. And you're not allowed to sit there if you're an older person. And you're right, though. And good, maybe tickets for me, a competent, quick twitch man
0: can get fucking cheaper tickets down the line. And bringing it back to responsibility, take some fucking responsibility. You know, this all started when that asshole sues, what was it, McDonald's for spilling the coffee on themselves? Yeah. Like, that's how all this stuff starts. Take some responsibility. You're attending a ballpark. Balls fly out. It's baseball. Like I don't know what these people want. Take some responsibility. Apparently the kid
1: that got hit by Almora supposedly it hit the dad first, like he took the brunt of the thing and then it ricocheted and it's like okay, so he kind of moved enough to like Yeah. Protect. So you're kind of proving our point. An adult man was fine. A baby was not fine.
0: Yeah. Make
1: the field level adult again. Sure. Kids want to come down, open that open that foul line area up for the batting practice time where the kids can go down and fucking get their autographs, get their baseball signed, and then put them out in the outfield with a gigantic glove and the bouncy house. Or, or, by the way... Fucking be like, I don't care if my kid dies here. Go full go full fucking Dolph Longren. If she dies, she dies. You know? <laughs> if, you, if you want your kid to sit next to the dugout, well, that's the deal.
0: Well, you know where this will not be a problem anytime soon is Tampa Bay. Because no one goes to their games.
1: They're, Tampa Bay's fans are like Dodgers games, except they don't show up. Ever. Late, at late. And they don't leave early. They just don't they show just, up. They just grandpa
0: Simpson their front door. The Tampa Bay Rays on Tuesday drew the lowest crowd they've ever had in team history, which is 22 years. The attendance, which was paid, right? you can see pictures, it ain't this many, was 5,786. So under 6,000 people attended a Major League Baseball game of a team that's actually good. A team that's given up the fewest runs in baseball. A team that's currently in second place and would make the playoffs if the season ended today. So, I, I the reason I'm bringing this up, Joe, is... Move the Tampa Bay Rays immediately. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I don't understand when when leagues try something and it doesn't work. We all do it in life. We try shit, it doesn't work. We We start a relationship, a job, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. The Tampa Bay Rays... Didn't work out. No one goes to games. They're good. They've had some good teams. I mean.
1: Meanwhile, there's a kid there, you know, Tampa Bay super fan, Josh Shabali, who's like, well, you've never sat in Florida traffic, Uh, you know, you've ever been on A1A when uh, trying to get to the ballpark at 6 p.m. on a Florida when uh, sun showers are happening. It's pretty difficult. I mean, look at these pictures, dude. No, I know. Look, here's the thing. About Tampa Bay. It's this is multifaceted. One, the team spends no money, so it puts no stars on the field. It never puts anybody that whose name you've ever heard of on the field. And if they do, those people eventually leave. Two, Tampa is Yankee country. Yeah. Yankee fans, old Yankee fans from New York, literally move to Tampa. Yeah. So they can be around. Yankees spring training, sure. The Yankees minor league team that's there, it's Yankee country. They sell tickets when the Yankees come to town, sure they do. Three, their stadium is a fucking dump. They're still playing on AstroTurf. They're playing in a dome that doesn't fucking open or close. Yeah, they're still playing. There's 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 no fucking skin in field. Like, it's disgusting. But here's the problem. New stadiums will rejuvenate a, a baseball interest, you know. But it won't. But in Tampa, fuck you. You don't get that option. Look at Miami. Yeah, nobody's going to Marlins games. They, and again, they fucking they're they're a dumpster fire as well. Florida sucks. Okay, <laughs> people have they're all old. They're all fucking, if they're not old, they're, like, if you live in Florida and you're not old, you're either, you're either Florida man, which is, like, essentially, like, meth addict. Yeah. Or you're some guy who's like, man, why am I going to spend money on a baseball game when I can just go boat and fish and do all my, like. Catching you know, some gators. Yeah. Doing the fucking, you know, just doing living that Florida life. Miami, whatever. You got your new stadium. You got Derek Jeter. F- figure it out. I don't know. We don't need two fucking teams there. No.
0: Move to we Portland already. One.
1: We don't need one in fucking Yankee country. We don't need one that's not going to spend money. We don't need one that's playing at a dumpster fire stadium. And they haven't supported enough to even consider giving them a new stadium and trying to rejuvenate the fan base. Fuck you. The Rays should not be the Rays anymore. Move them out of Tampa Bay. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear anything. And I literally... I will not hear arguments otherwise. And again, remove the Rays from Tampa. It hasn't worked. And honestly, I, I switched schools when I was in sixth grade, in the middle of the year. I think they should do it right now. Oh, I'm talking about All Star break, move them to fucking Portland.
0: Yeah, I mean, guys, if they're getting, what are we waiting for? Yeah, if they're getting this few amount of people at the games, we're talking like a like a like a packed high school game. A minor league team. I yeah. mean
1: six thousand people. I bet people. So there'll be three thousand people at like the UCLA game this weekend.
0: You think? I don't know. Twenty five hundred. It's embarrassing. It's fucking emba- Like, like it's one of those things that nobody's talking about, but I think they should. Just just yank them. Put now. Them
1: so- now. Not not tomorrow. Not next season. Yeah. Right now. In the middle of the night. Mayflower truck style. Move the fucking
0: team today. Some Indianapolis or Baltimore Colts. to indie shit. Yeah, I agree, man. Move them
1: today. Make them traveling all stars for the rest of the your the rest of your. You guys are on the road until you get to Seattle, and then we'll have the Portland Stadium ready and you just fucking move in there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Hey, if you're a city that needs a ball, like make. Like, fucking make your claim right now. Be like, this is how we can house you today. What cities would They're be- They're like an abused wife. You need to go to an abused woman's shelter. Yeah. You need, a, you need a, 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 a caring, loving, open city to take you in right now. Sure. You're in a domestic abuse-filled relationship. Every day you stay there is going to be worse. Leave now. It's not, there's nothing to it. But to do it. Who, grab your bags and go. Who besides
0: Portland are we looking at as potential? Vegas? Nashville? No? Sure. But what, what
1: what I mean
0: Charlotte or no, too close to Atlanta.
1: Uh Carolina support baseball. I'm into I'm into a Carolina somewhere in the Carolinas. Sure, go for it. Get them the fuck out of Tampa.
0: Because the argument is you can't do worse. New Orleans? You can't do worse than what they're doing now. Like you can't bottom no, you out. Literally even worse. cannot do worse. You can't do worse. Put them in New Mexico. Put yeah. them anywhere. No, exactly. Just get them the fuck out of Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's fucking depressing. But I will say this, Joe. It, Cuba, dude. Oh, Havana, Havana! will support
1: the shit out of the Rays right now, dude. You, you, you wouldn't ch- even need a ballpark. If, you wanna, if yeah, you, you want to you wanna you wanna change the course of like baseball history? Move the Rays to Havana tomorrow, trade Puig there, and just be like Please like, please don't make me go back.
0: <laughs> well, if they do move the Rays, or if you live in Tampa and you wanna probably get extremely cheap tickets, you should download and open the SeatGeek app. I wonder what tickets go for on SeatGeek in Tampa Bay. <laughs> Probably about fifteen twenty dollars, not even no way, not even I bet you
1: I bet you could get seven dollar tickets to the Tampa Bay games I bet I'll bet anything, I'm gonna go on the gap, okay, Wait, sorry, <laughs> that's amazing, no, I'm not, yeah, yeah I was I'll like, do it later,
0: okay, well, if you did find seven dollar tickets, you might even make a few bucks because guys, we have an excellent promo code that you should know right now. Dirty, it's D-I-R-T-Y, gets you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek supports our show, so we h- hope you support them as well. So use our promo code Dirty for $10 off your first purchase. You can use that for concert tickets, comedy, sports, whatever you want. It's all available, any event. Hop on SeatGeek. Remember, that's promo code Dirty for $10 off on your first purchase. So take advantage of that offer with our friends at Seek Geek, and uh, send me a screenshot, and I'll send you two free beer koozies if you use that. Okay, Prano. The NBA Finals start tonight. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about it last episode. Yeah. But do do we want to? We both kind of said I think. Raptor I'm sorry. Warriors in six.
1: That's what I said, you know. And then you cursed it. So God knows that won't work. I'm hoping that you cursed it, and then it's gonna be. I'm excited. A, Ra- a Raptors win. What? How do you feel about the return of Boogie? How many minutes is he gonna get? I mean, I imagine not many, but I guess like, he's, we're talking fifteen. I guess he's available. Okay. Now, also, you said Kevin Durant not making the trip. Kevin Durant is. is making
0: the trip. That was that was changed since last episode. You cursed Kevin Durant's status. I did. KD is now
1: making They're the like, trip. Uh, <laughs> Andy Ruther says Kevin Durant will not be making the trip. Reports have changed. Kevin Durant now feeling healthy. <laughs> he will report to Toronto. He's in the starting lineup for Game One.
0: I'd be shocked if KD plays either game. I would too. Here's and a- if
1: they win, it's it's such a wi- it's such a wild conversation with KD. It's like. Obviously his health is important to him. He's going to be a free agent. Yeah. Um but just like the the potential of like winning without like if you're the Warriors you want to keep KD. Yeah. What do you like what do you hope for KD in this series? You hope that you hope that he's healthy enough to play like games three and four, and that and that you sweep those games, and that he plays so well. But then, like, he's not going to be MVP for two games. Like,
0: well, if you're the Warriors and you play well without him, and they also joins the team and you win, it's kind of a win win situation because you see, hey, we can win without him. You don't want him to leave, but it's proof you can. I mean, they have been winning without him. Now it's not the finals, right? We'll see. They've been playing great basketball. So, I don't know. I mean, I'll be real curious. Like, for me, this series, Kawhi cannot drop off at all. Well, obviously. Like, he's just so goddamn important for that team.
1: Toronto is a favorite tonight. What's the line? Minus one.
0: Ooh. But you're spotted some points as a home team.
1: That's kind of crazy, though. I was just thinking, like, I wonder what the money line is on the Raptors for tonight. Like, I kind of do love the game one, sneaky game one steal. But, wow, them being favored, did not see that coming. I guess a lot of people, Drake probably bet a bunch of money through the line off.
0: But aren't you spotted, again, a few points as the home team?
1: Yeah, cool story, Andy. They're playing the Golden State Warriors.
0: I think this game is so fucking huge. I don't, I don't want to say it because it's a seven-game series, but I almost feel like the Raptors have to win game one. I mean, ha-
1: the Raptors have to win one of the first two. Sure. And I think, honestly, uh, I think less so about this than I did the Portland series. I think the Raptors have to win one of these first two at home and have to play two games where they have the opportunity to win. They need to... at. I mean, obviously, if they lose both games at home, the series is over. They have to win at least one, but they also have to, if they lose the other one, they have to feel confident that they're just like playing ball that's well enough to pace the Warriors. They can't lose tonight by 15 and win game two. That won't do it. They can't win tonight by a point and lose game two by 22. They can't do it. They have to play – they have to win one at least. Obviously, winning two would be huge. They have to win one at least, and they have to play two highly competitive
0: games. Who's the X factor this series? Who's a a player on either side who we think could be a huge game changer?
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of dumb to say, but, like, if they contain Steph Curry, if Steph Curry becomes final Steph Curry without KD – this is a series. And now everybody all the all this cat uh, the KD haters and the LeBron haters and the Steph slurpers out there, you know, that want to talk facts are facts. Steph Curry has not been regular season Steph Curry or early playoff round Steph Curry in the NBA finals. He just hasn't. Yeah. If if they hold Steph Curry to 18 or 21 and they win a game one or a game two, look out, because then you get into a situation where are we forcing Kevin Durant back early and how ready is he to play and how many minutes can he play and now is it a thing? Like That's the kind of pressure that you need to put on them. You need to put the
0: pressure on them that do we need KD back? They need to put the pressure on Steph. I think it's important for Steph with his history to have a good first game. Right. Because the minute he starts playing under the level he's been playing, and he's been playing at an amazing level since KD went down, all that shit starts creeping in your head, and then it turns into a mi- a mental mind game, and all that psychological effects of his past creep As in. As opposed
1: to a physical mind
0: game. Why you got to <laughs> knock me, Prano? Huh? <laughs> why, why you got to just fucking throw shade, brah? Yeah. I'm excited, though, I will say. I didn't think I would be as excited because it's the Raptors, but I'm stoked. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't even noticing you're rocking your Blue Jays hat. Rocking my
1: black Toronto hat. I, it sucks because I really, I mean, Raptors fans have been kind of annoying the last couple of years. Um, yeah,
0: but, but you know what? Here's the thing with Raptors fans.
1: Fuck Canada. Like, I don't want... Canada having our basketball championship. Hold on. Now, fuck, see, fuck
0: Drake. I, I disagree. I disagree. They're, they're, but the I'm rooting for him. Here's the thing with Raptors fans. They're har- they're what I call harmless annoying. Just live in reality. But but that doesn't bother me. To, to me, the, 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 the annoying Raptors fans are the least type of annoying. They're the, we the North, like, you know, they're, they're. You know what they are? They're your little brother who keeps saying he can beat you in a video game, in a fucking basketball game, whatever it is. And you're like, no, dude. That's what they've been. And now they finally made it. So I'm all in, but like I'm all in rooting for them. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're gonna win, right? Why are you Why are you giggling already? It's like
1: I'm all in, like you're like you're like a Raptors
0: fan now, like we the North. No, 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 no. I'm not a Raptors fan. Drake, king of the North. I will say the we the North, you know, nah, you're kind of stealing Game of Thrones, but that's all right. I do want to read this DM we got from a dirt ball, which I think is a great question because we're talking Canada, we're talking uh, Toronto from Rich month me Mont mini yeah it's actually a great question rich
1: has slid into the uh, rich loves the he's 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 dirty slid into the dms on dirty slides a few times with some great questions a good dm slider
0: yes is. this is a great question though. i think it's a great discussion we should have he's talking about how we were discussing if they should retire kawaii's leonard should they win a title we discussed that last episode he says it got me thinking If the Raptors beat the Warriors, is Kawhi on Toronto's Sports Mount Rushmore? And then he starts, you know, spitballing. Like, who are the famous Blue Jays? You know, we have Roberto Alomar, Joe Carter. I mean,
1: Joe Carter is the only Blue Jay on the Toronto Mount Rushmore.
0: Yeah. And then he brings up, you know, the Maple Leafs, which the most famous one is Tim Horton. You know, this is way long ago. Co-founder of, did you know this? Tim Horton's? Yeah, co-founder of the restaurant chain. And uh, he'd be on that list But he brings up a question: Who are the other Toronto Mount Rushmore? And then he has a follow-up question, which I think is great: Is Toronto's Mount Rushmore of sports the shittiest Mount Rushmore of any city that has professional American sports?
1: Probably not, but uh, like, I mean, we were just talking about Tampa Bay, right? Like, who's on the Tampa Bay Mount Rushmore? Longoria, I don't know. Yeah, like Longoria, Crawford. Longoria, Warren, Sap, Brad Crawford, Johnson and John Gruden, like <laughs> yeah, um, or I mean, yeah, because I, I mean, is is there any is there any hockey? There's no, you're not getting a Tampa Bay Lightning on there, right? They just choked away. They haven't won anything. Um, Toronto, you got to go, Joe Carter, right? I don't think, I don't think you can go anybody else from the Blue Jays in their short, short history. I mean, like, who, like, Alomar, you know, he, he, how many years did he play for the Mets? Not as many as he played for, like, like, he, how many years did he play for the Padres? Padres, Indians, like, he bounced around the Orioles, like, I, yeah, maybe his best seasons were with the Blue Jays, like, overall, but, like, he's not on a Mount Rushmore of Toronto sports. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're going to say Joe Carter,
1: Joe Carter, right? I guess Tim Horton. I mean, if you if you consider the coffee, the donuts, and the hockey, he's got to be up there. Um, I don't know, like like Felix Potvan, Like I don't know, like like who are the other Maple Leaves? I don't uh, know. Doug Gilmore. I uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Th- maybe the kid. Maybe the kid who's up there now is like a a potential future. Is it Austin? I, Vince Carter. Vince Carter's got to be on the Toronto. Mount Rushmore sports. How many? I'm gonna look that up. How many years did Vince Carter? He's
0: played for so. Talk about a guy who's played for so many
1: teams. But he was there for a while, and then was like year, 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 everywhere.
0: Yeah, he was there a while. He did twelve, thirteen seasons. He did nine seasons in Toronto. Okay, his first nine seasons.
1: He kind of put Toronto basketball on the map.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. He did.
1: You know, slam dunk contest. T
0: Mac leaves.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I guess right now. I guess right now, if you're talking about, and, and again, I know nothing about hockey, right? So, hockey fans, slide in our DMs.
0: Is uh, it Austin Matthews? Is that the good yeah, g- good yeah. player?
1: But right now, I guess, let's say let's say the Raptors win. You're looking at a Joe Carter, Tim Horton. Kawhi Leonard, Vince Carter,
0: man, that's an interesting Mount Rushmore. Imagine those guys all. I mean, warm. who
1: else? We're not putting Kelly Gruber up there, right? Like, are we? <laughs> are we carving John Olerud's weird batting helmet out of uh, out of stone? Like, I mean, is uh, is Batista's bat flip making the Mount
0: Rushmore? Who were some of the other pitchers that the Blue Jays had? They had Clements for a minute. Not yeah. long enough, though.
1: They had who was lights out in that World Series.
0: Did a holiday pitch there?
1: Yeah, for sure. But I don't know if he's on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. In the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah. When did they win back-to-back? 91-92? E- 91-92 or
1: 99? Or
0: is it? 91-92. The, the
1: Reds won a 90 if you put in best Blue Jays ever, here's what here's what Google gives you: Roy Holiday, Jose Batista, Joe Carter, George Bell, Josh Donaldson, Roger Clemens, Vernon Wells. I mean, Lloyd Mosby is in your. Edwin Encarnacion, Molitor, Roberto Alomar, Pat Henkin, Dave Steeb, Tony Fernandez. Like we're into Jesse Barfield and Sean Green and Russell Martin. Like
0: wow, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Dave Winfield was there for a hot minute. Devon White, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Kelly Gruber, Jimmy Key, David Wells. They
0: already got Vlad Jr. on there? Yeah. Wild. Look, it's it's not it's not good. And then NBA, we have
1: Vince Carter, Carlos Delgado. Look, I think it's I'm going Vince. If if Kawhi went right now, it's Vince. Joe Carter, like you got to give Joe, like Joe Carter's got to be your blue, your first Blue Jay representative, right? I mean, You get the walk off. Yeah. Um, I'm going Joe Carter, Tim Horton, Vince Carter. So we got three. Uh, and and basically, I guess tell me what hockey player goes in the fourth spot, or it's it just waits for Kawhi. Yeah. Go to our do, do we have comments in the YouTube? Are there people chiming in with Toronto?
0: No. Really? No, no. Nobody's. Nobody's. Nobody's hopping in this Toronto discussion. Nobody gives a shit about the North. Apparently.
1: Yeah. Drake is Drake on the Mount Rushmore of Toronto sports? No.
0: Okay. Siakam. <laughs> Damon Stoudemire. Solid. Mighty Mouse. He played there for a minute. Who else? Who? Are, who are some other random Raptors? Why would they choose the name Raptors? By the way, it was Jurassic Park, bro. Like it had that much power.
1: I mean, they're like they're like fan area is now called Jurassic Park.
0: Do they have a deal? Is that a Universal? I have no idea. Like you would think there'd be some sort of. I think it was just like that was that
1: was like the time where you were just like trying to catch a cultural phenomenon. Like they in in a couple in a matter of a couple of years they started a mighty ducks hockey team and a fucking raptors basketball team i'm just i'm just glad that there's no like you know uh sacramento Deloreans
0: <laughs> yeah you're right in part because of the Influence of Jurassic Park. I'm just glad there's no, like, Nashville SpongeBob's. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the DeLoreans. I actually don't mind raptors as a name. Do you have an issue with it? I mean, was
1: there a lot... Like, I'm always about... And I know, obviously, this has changed, and it's one of the big things. Like, you know, there's no lakes in fucking Los Angeles. So, like, the idea of they lake... Obviously, they came from Minnesota. But, like, were there... Was... The Toronto area of Canada, like a hotbed for dinosaurs back in the day? Was there a lot of raptors running around that area?
0: Well, it's wild. I I forgot this. Now I'm on a deep Wikipedia dive on the history of the raptors. I totally forgot. They played in the Sky Dome their first four years. No, but here's the history. Initially, they were in favor of the huskies nickname sure but they realized they said it would be very hard to design a logo that did not resemble the minnesota timberwolves as a result a nationwide contest was held to help name the team over 2000 entries were narrowed down to 11 prospects so these were the final 11 prospects i'll tell you which ones i like better than raptors okay
1: these are the final uh, le- by the way i like huskies better than raptors but i, don't, I, I understand their it's
0: played out Okay, I like Raptors because it's original. Okay, the final 11 prospects voted on by Canadians. Beavers, yeah. Bobcats. Bobcats is trash. Dragons. No, fictional.
1: Grizzlies. Which obviously they... Used ha- for Memphis. Right. Which or Vancouver. Ha- yeah, which happened at basically at the same time. Hogs.
0: Raptors. Scorpions. There's no way there's scorpions in Canada, right? T-Rex, the Toronto T-Rex, that's trash. Tarantulas? Well, why are they picking
1: like the, uh, why are they not picking
0: arctic animals? Terriers, kind of like the terriers. And the runner up in this contest in Toronto was towers. Toronto Towers, okay. Cuz the CN Tower?
1: Yeah. Towers is kind of funny because, like, basketball-wise, you know, tall, tall buildings. I like towers. I like terriers. I like beavers, although, obviously, beavers are—there's so many beavers, such a beaver mascot.
0: Wow. Demon Stoudemire was their first pick. Yeah. The seventh pick.
1: Yeah. And and uh,
0: then Ed O'Bannon and Big Country. No 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 Brian no. no, no sorry, not O'Bannon. Was
1: the same year the first pick for the Grizzlies.
0: Many people wanted Ed O'Bannon. That's what it says. Stoudemire was better than Ed O'Bannon. Yeah, Stoudemire was a good little player for a while. I agree with you. They needed something resembling the, the cold of Canada, like right. the, like the
1: uh, like they should have been like the Toronto Seal Clubbers. You know, just like a guy with like a a war mallet that whatever, whenever uh, the other team they put up like whatever the other team's mascot is and the war guy is just like smashing their brains out, just clubbing them to death. What about Toronto mammoths, like the woolly mammoths? Sure. Not bad. What's another? I just need it to be like, I need you to show me that there was like woolly mammoths there. You know? Yeah. I'm sure there was, but like. Was there raptors running around? Like kind well, raptors, like a go- I mean, jungle. I, mean,
0: I don't know. It's played out, but you know you have the saber-toothed tiger, right? Which would have been up
1: there, right? There's sabers, obviously. Yeah. The, the, well, buffalos the sabers,
0: but that's a sword. Sure. But I also don't hate raptors. Yeah. Those were an interesting. Eleven choices. I'm just to me that resembles a lot about Canadians. They went from 2,000 down to those eleven.
1: Yeah. T Rex? I mean, why not like the Toronto syrups? You know, that sounds awful. I, what, but like, like a like an anjimama looking like I'm all about the what does the mascot look like? Like a beaver's a solid mascot.
0: There'd be so much sexual innuendo if they were the beavers. Yeah. Like all those Canadians wearing weird beaver outfits. <laughs> yeah. Well, it starts tonight, Prano. Go Beavers! Ooh, I like this comment section from Zach Trudeau. President of Canada. The Toronto White Walkers in 2030. Ooh. Ooh. That's, a, that's catchy. Yeah. You'd have to pay. There'd be some sort of royalty fee, I'd assume, with the Game of Thrones connection, right?
1: I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's how that works. There would have to be. Yeah. Either that or the guys, the fucking George R.R. R. Martin's like, I'm super rich,
0: guys. You're good. Take it. Yeah. Very educational podcast today. Yeah. We're learning a lot. You want to learn some more things about our boy, Richie Incognito? Sure. This guy is just the gift that keeps on giving, Prano. He really is. <laughs> the I thought you said the
1: gift that keeps on giving for a while. And I was like, oh, that's definitely buy forever. <laughs> buy forever is the gift that keeps on giving. I don't even know what sketch that's from.
0: I don't either. So this new report came out yesterday, a day after we had recorded last episode, and also a day after the Raiders had signed Incognito. The report came out yesterday, according to ESPN, who dug this up. Richie Incognito was or he pled guilty in April to two misdemeanors in April okay in April of this year yeah he pled guilty in April this year but the incident happened in August last year okay Richie Cotteneater pled guilty to two misdemeanors after an incident involving his 90 year old grandmother in Peoria Arizona the police report described Incognito as enraged that he blamed his grandmother for the death of his father, once again the man who he wanted decapitated right. at the funeral home. He was so enraged. Have you uh, ever heard of like a more blatant daddy issues guy
1: than the dude who's like bullying people in the locker room and like trying to fight his grandmother and decapitate his father so he could keep his head on a dr- like we get it dude, you loved your dad. He's probably really mean to you. It's just like, let it go. Let it go. So this is what he did. You know what Richie Incognito needs to say to his dad once and for all?
0: Bye forever. (laughs) (laughs) This is what Incognito did. He punched a fist-sized hole in the wall in his grandmother's living room and then ripped a security system control box off the wall during an argument at her house. Who's arguing with a 90-year-old woman? Ninety.
1: Who's arguing with Richie Incognito? Also, at this point, he <laughs> he tried to cut his dad's head off with a samurai sword. Maybe just like be like, yeah, sure, whatever, Richie. Well, whatever you want. I mean, what? <laughs> I just love the idea. By the way, that that Gruden heard about this, and like this was the reason he was signing him. I oh, you just, I just love it. Get up there, little, little. Good hands. You know, keep those hands in tight. Work the body. Th- f- just punching fists in the wall. Just a grinder. Just grinding. He doesn't care. You think he ca- you think you think Richie Incognito cares who's lined up against him? You think he cares if it's you know Jason Pierre-Paul? You think he cares if it's J.J. Watt? You think he cares if it's his grandmother? Just gonna get in there. Just gonna get in there. Set those hands right. Rip out the security system that is their shoulder pads. Take them to the ground. Just grinding. Get him in here in Oakland. That's the kind of guy we need in here. Get him a visor right now. This guy's going to grind against his grandmother. Look, give me 52 guys who are going to grind against their grandma. I'll win. Give me 52 guys like that. God dang it. Can't wait to get incognito in camp. Just grinding against elderly people. Just ripping out security systems. Guy comes along the edge. He, He's taking it down like it's a, you know, taking it down like it's an ADT system in his grandma's condo. Get on the ground. Just protect. Derek Carr, drop him back to pass. He's got old ADT over there on the right-hand side. We don't need an alarm system when you got a grinder like Incognito over
0: there. <sighs> this is what the Raiders said. I love this. This is what GM Mike Mayock says. We're all going to take ownership with Richie. (laughs) This is a situation where Coach Gruden and I both agree that with a guy this age to to a one-year prove-it deal, we're all in. Uh, And I love this follow-up quote. He looks like he is five to ten years younger than he really is. Wonderful shape. He still has his quickness. He still has his foot speed. (laughs) You can't make this shit up.
1: Just the toughness unbelievable now richie we got you know i know eventually this video will cut off because you ripped the security so you just ripped it out you just ripped it just ripped it right out of the wall but before before you did that richie before you ripped that security system out of the wall we got a little video here we got a little video here from the from the brinks home security system your grandma had in it, her condo what a great condo that the, the video, the video monitoring of her living room. Now, take me through here. What you do when you when you get up in that drywall, right? And you know it's a good, it's a nice condo. It's got a built-in security system. You know they're double drywalling. You know they're double drywall. Take me through, take me through your hand position there. Take me through the technique. How are you getting into that wall with that fist? And you know. The reports are fist size hole. So you're coming in you're coming in with a punch technique. Take me through what you're doing there. What's that call in the huddle look like? What's that call look like in the huddle, Richie? What do you say to your grandma in the huddle? You just go, you know, Y2, banana, grandma, get the fuck out of the way? Like, what do you, what, <laughs> spider X, punch through the wall? What's that look like in the huddle? What are you calling? What's grandpa saying to you there before you go out there? What's he telling you? Swim move, grandma, hand through the wall. Just love the technique. Watch it. Love it. Just loving it. Just grinding. You can play on my team anytime. In fact, you're going to play on my team. You're going to play on my team this year. And you're going to play on my team next year if you prove it this year on a one-year deal. Just taking hearts like their security systems. I like it. Keep working hard, Richie. Keep working hard.
0: Unreal. I mean, he's got to be our front runner heading into the 2019 season. I mean, he's a front runner for getting the award named after him. Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: just getting in there, taking Aaron Hernandez's... Memorial Trophy, renaming it, punching it through the wall. Love it. This guy doesn't care. This guy doesn't care that you are a murderous Mexican tight end. He doesn't care.
0: He's coming to take your award. It's just a grinder. Dare I say, we need a Richie if they exist. Incognito bobblehead. Wow. Dare I say, we add that to the amazing collection we have here. Also,
1: if somebody could get us a... Uh Papa Incognito Bobble No Head. Just a <laughs> just a head, just a headless bobblehead of Richie Incognito's dad.
0: Uh, well, as we say that, Joe, we got some amazing new bobbleheads. If you can hold on to this one for me. This one. This
1: guy was let down last night. Noah Syndergaard? This guy the Noah Syndergaard on the Game of Thrones on the Iron Throne. The long blonde hair, much like uh, much like Khaleesi, only shat, sat shortly on the throne. Noah Syndergaard was on the throne yesterday, had the win, right? Yeah. And then Edwin Diaz comes up, kissed him on the mouth, and stabbed him to death at the same time. Yeah. Poor Noah Syndergaard. Is this one. Uh, from I forget the kid's name, uh, Kimbus Seven. Kimba Seven on uh, Snapchat. On Snapchat. I forget his his full name, uh, but he sent it to me. He went to a Mets game about a month ago. Mailed this out. I've been rocking it in my apartment for a little while, and finally, finally made its way over to the Smut Studio. Well, we're we got gonna Syndergaard on the Iron
0: Throne, and then of course George W. Bush, our first political, first political bobblehead, bobblehead courtesy of Liz, who is. Kyle Aronofsky's girlfriend. So, shout out to her. I believe they were in Dallas or somewhere in Texas. And she shipped that over and what there. A great,
1: what, what a great one. What a great one. Because you can do fun things like this. Uh, did you do 9 11? He's like, <laughs> Did you find any WMDs? That's, it's, he's still nodding yes to that, which is aggressive. Still lying about that. Yeah.
0: So, I love it. Joe and I discussed we're going to actually need. A bigger shelf. We have so many bobbleheads. Yeah, heads. I think we're going to
1: get a little, sh- little shelf action up there so we can have a rotating uh cast of bobbleheads that, that are heavily featured on the show.
0: Yeah, because we have so many bobbleheads. So thanks to you guys for sending those bobbleheads. And uh, if you guys ever want to send anything our way, 1720 Pacific Avenue, number 244, Venice, California, 90291. That is the spot to ship the bubbleheads. And you know the what, Joe? Heads. What I How would I say it? Bubbleheads. Bubbleheads, bobbleheads. I think that's the show. All right, short, quick, in and out, efficient. We didn't leave early though. We're not Dodgers fans.
1: No, we we showed up on time. We stuck it out. Stuck it out, and we're leaving when it's over. Yeah. So guys, Can you imagine, by the way, that'd be that'd be a fun thing to do for me just for Dodger fans. Like one time, you're like, we're gonna do dirtball calls, and you're like, I got traffic. Just like leave, yeah. and you have to do dirtball calls on your own. Yeah. Like pretty odd
0: places to be. The I hot to line. To beat the rush. If you do want to call our hotline, it's 310-359-8365. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at TheDirtySports. And here's the deal. I'm going to start something for the month of June since we're basically in June. Everybody gets a koozie. Even if you've left. You get a koozie and you get a koozie. You get a koozie. Even if you've left an iTunes review, leave a new one. You can always do that.
1: You can. Yeah, you You can. You can what, update it? You can update it.
0: If you've left an iTunes review, update it. Leave your Twitter or Instagram handle. I'll send you two koozies. Even if you have two koozies, take two more. Update your iTunes review. Leave that Twitter or Instagram handle. That way I can reach out to you, get your address. I want to send out as many koozies as I can. I want as many updated or new iTunes reviews during the month of June. Let's make it happen, Dirtballs.
1: I'm going to add on to that because I know you're pushing the Dirty Sports Instagram hard. If you follow Dirty Sports at Andy Ruther, and at Joe Prano on Instagram, and you put in a comment under one of each of our posts, I followed for a koozie, we'll send, you, we'll send you koozies too. So if you don't want to take the time to do a review, you don't want to take the time to go to SeatGeek or go to Harry's Razors, follow this, the trifecta of dirty sports, the, the, the mothership page and the two hosts page, and put thrice comments that you followed for a koozie, and you'll get two koozies. Now, I said this even though Andy does all the mailing out of koozies, but I felt like it was the appropriate thing to do. I'm and, game. And and here we are.
0: I'm game. As much as I hate the Venice Beach Post Office, some amazing people watching, I will say. It's it's worth me pulling out my hair to see all the degenerates who go there. Okay, guys, that's the episode. Prano, any shows you want to push? Uh, again, at Joe Prano on Instagram,
1: at Fix Your Life on Twitter. Uh, go to joeprano.com and, uh, check out my calendar coming up. Uh, I am in the process of booking, um, all of my summer, June, July, August, September. We got New York, New Jersey. Sounds like Bridgeport, Connecticut at the stress factory at the end of, uh, June. Uh, we've got Tahoe, Marin County, And the Bay Area, Santa Cruz, San Francisco, all in mid-July. Potentially a trip north of the wall uh, in July. We'll see what happens. And then uh, we've got, what is August? August, we're in Texas. Yeah. Slide into the DMs if you want us to go to Amarillo. If you want to come to Amarillo with us. And then uh, San Diego, again, with Eddie Ift, the the annual La Jolla Comedy Store trip, and again, another potential East Coast run uh, as weather uh, calms down in September. So go on my uh, JoePrano.com page. If you haven't watched, Joe Prano Takes a Stand, that's still available there. Uh, some some people just reached out to me randomly last week and were like, can I still watch it? I'm like, yep, still on joeprano.com, still on Vimeo On Demand, still 10% off with Andy's promo code ASSEATER. So uh, buy or rent it and, uh, yeah, slide into the DMs with any comments, questions, or concerns.
0: All righty. Thanks for sticking around, fellas. Thanks for all the people leaving comments on YouTube. Subscribe to us on there if you haven't already. Have a great weekend. Go Raptors. And stay dirty.